Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Oh, yeah. And today's title is Praising You Makes Me Feel Better. <laughs> and it goes like this. You are praising God when you are praising others. We, Daryl and Ed, have discovered that simple acts of appreciation energize us by reuniting us with our spiritual center. And during the second segment, former Daily Word editor Laura Harvey joins the show to read today's words, Open the Door. Yes, this is a great uh, topic because yes. this is something that we can t- do at any time, no yes. matter how miserable I may be feeling. Yes. And looking for something to praise in another mm-hmm. or in a situation mm-hmm. and then sharing that appreciation with the person or yes. blessing the situation with my mind, praising it that way. Yes. Always seems to not just energize me, but transform the situation, takes it to a whole new level. That's so true. That's so true. And a better level. That's true. It's the fast track to feeling good. In fact, I'll just read this little part that I just read to you about uh, from Science of Mind, talking about uh, this. all of our books, first of all, are at goodreads.com forward slash Daryl and Ed. Anything you hear on this broadcast, you can find there. You can order your own copy. Uh, and read from it yourself. But in, on page 497 in the Science of Mind kind of textbook thing by Ernest Holmes, he says, In everything give thanks. An attitude of gratitude bespeaks the realization that we are now in heaven. How we love to do for those who cooperate with and are grateful for our small endeavors. Gratitude is one of the chief graces of human existence and is crowned in heaven with a consciousness of unity. And before we do our three breaths, if any of our fans are interested, there is a, or listeners, for if you're a listener for the first time, there is an excellent segment on the Discovering Eric Butterworth yes. uh, series, which is in the archives on unity.fm. Yep. That's Discovering Eric Butterworth. And the title of that episode is The Magical Power of Praise. And it's really, uh, I highly recommend it because you'll hear Eric Butterworth's, Eric Butterworth's take on praise and the transformative power 
we have in our grasp oh, anytime we yes. decide to praise a person, place, or thing. Yes, and that lead, does lead perfectly into the breaths. Yes. We have an ancient oh. um, mantra that was yeah. recently uncovered, maybe in the last 40 years. I it think was, 50 years. Well, it's a pre, this dates before, you know, yeah. pre, this is actually prehistoric. Prehistoric. Right, but I mean, mantra. it was uncovered, what, in, like, in a court, it was last pre- 70, 60 years? What about, did you say? No, about 52 years ago. About 52 years in ago. In a rock quarry. It was uncovered in a rock quarry. Yes. So, uh, should we just, what should we do? Should we spill it out, or should we just go right into the breathing together and in that way? I think this is uh, of such significance. We should just go right into the breathing, because I know a lot of uh, the, the fans that do a lot of research and yeah. really study theology, yeah, yeah. they're going to appreciate hearing it as we share it the way the, yeah. that, the, that the, the people who discovered it believe it was chanted right and this is a all part of the evolving content that station manager jeremiah wanted more of on our show yes that's true so we're bringing it to you live from a rock quarry yes and uh okay. discovered in a rock quarry yeah so let's take a breath uh here it goes let's hopefully i'll get this right daryl well this is i mean this is really a monumental yeah. we don't normally do stuff this significant or legitimate or historic yes yes on yes. our show all right here we go okay. when i praise you yeah 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 but never do let's see if i could get it right when i praise you yeah but do when i praise you now that's a mantra that I guarantee to make you feel better. You cannot say that that's and, right. and not transform your attitude for the better. That's right. If you're alone in your car and you're getting disgruntled with the traffic. Yeah. I was in traffic on the way here. It's miraculous that I made it because I had an audition for Merrill Lynch, of all things. For a commercial. Yeah, as a CEO, I was in a suit. Yes. And I needed to get back here, and there's you know traffic and all that. I only had 30 minutes to get back here, and the traffic was getting sticky. And then we talked about the mantra and the show, and it helped me just praise this show yeah. and laugh to myself about that we were going to be saying. Yeah. <laughs> that we were going to be saying, when I praise you. Yabba-dabba-doo. And sure enough, <laughs> the, the seas parted. I mean, traffic opened up, and I made it here on with perfect time, with time to spare. I, I had time to get out of my suit. You had time to get out of your suit, put on your, like Mr. Rogers, Daryl slips into the soft sweater and those soft leather loafers that he wears for every episode. That's right. So that we're... Uh, it's just amazing how this stuff works. We had a really good reading from A New Day, right? Oh, yes. Let's kick it off with that because... This this is it in a nutshell. We've been practicing this ourselves, and this is really the fast track to, yeah. a, good, to a great day when we could practice this. Yeah, because what really happened was a few days ago, I, I forget where I was, where I was kind of, my head was twisted, and yeah. there happened to be, uh, oh, I know where I was. My head was twisted and I was at the VA. Ah. And funniest thing, remember I said, of all the things, they had a table set up. Yes. And it was spirituality. Mm-hmm. And it had all these different, uh, you know, pamphlets from different religions. Yes. Available, free for the taking. Mm-hmm. And there was one there that spoke to me. It said... Uh, uh, spiritual pick-me-ups or something like that. I have uh-huh. it in the, in the other room. Yes. And I just opened it up and it basically said... You know how Jesus said joy is the Kickstarter. Yes. And it said basically, don't wait for joy. Don't look for something joyful to happen. It is okay. It's allowed to just aim for joy right now. Yes. Just just say, I can be joyful right now. It's legal. Yes. Like I don't have to go, well, I should be miserable. Right. I'm holding on to No. 
jump right into joy or jump, jump for joy. For joy. Jump go. for joy. And what happened was it transformed everything. And this reading explains why. Great. From a new day, this was just October 28th. And of course, I had brought my glasses and I put them in the other room. But here we go. The highest wisdom is continual cheerfulness. Such a state, like the region above the moon, is always clear and serene. And that's from Michael, and we still can't pronounce his name, but can you pronounce his, uh, you know, French? Michael, I don't know, it's like Equem de Montaigne. Or something okay, this that's our best guess. Montaigne. And here's what it says. It says, my intention today is to stay positive, trying not to let anything interfere with that important goal. So it's okay to make being positive a goal for the day. Yes. You know, that's enough. That's it. And it says, if something unforeseen drags my spirits down or if a boring task erodes my good humor, I'll remind myself that it's easier to approach and overcome these types of challenges with a positive rather than negative energy. If I'm forced to deal with a mean-spirited and abusive person or if I'm placed in an unacceptable situation, I am far more likely to maintain a positive attitude when God is on my mind. Time and again, experience has shown me that he will protect and care for me. Therefore, when I turn to him, I can't help but to be optimistic. Yes. My intention today, moreover, is to share my positive energy with others, to be a buoyant and and lighthearted spirit. If I am, I'll be better able to respond to those around me with warmth, kindness, and good cheer. Laughter will come easily. Hopefully, my optimism and high spirits will be contagious, and I'll be good company others. If I remain in a positive frame of mind, I'll certainly be good company to myself. Mm -hmm. And then the thought for the day, I'm far more likely to have a positive attitude when God is on my mind. And isn't that the truth? Just reminding myself that life flows in a positive direction, that God is on my side. Yes. And... Just the other day, I was walking my dog down my street. Right. And oh, I, that's the yeah, and I was feeling a little grumbly, you know, because I was walking the dog and I had a place, I had somewhere I needed to be. Mm-hmm. So I said, no, I'm going to bless this. You know, I remembered that joyful reading I read. I said, I'm just going to enjoy this. And then I see who I call the homeless handyman walking toward me. And that's, yes. you know, he's a homeless guy in our neighborhood. Right. You know, but wearing t- layers and layers and layers of clothing, like those little creatures on Star Wars. Those like furry the Jawas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one? Yeah, like those little they furry the guys. Hooded. Yeah, and they have all those layers of yeah. rags and they were furry creatures. Or about Ewoks? It might be an Ewok. Ewok. So he's a full-grown Ewok. Okay, yeah. But yeah. I wasn't seeing a cute and cuddly Ewok. Yes. So in my mind... I thought, oh, why is he on my block? And I go, wait a minute. And then I heard this little Eric Butterworth uh, chant I learned from that show, Discovering Eric Butterworth. And Eric Butterworth says, let something good be said. Yes. Always look for that. But right before I started having those negative thoughts about why is he on my block, blah, 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 and he walks down the middle of the street, the first thing I noticed about him this day was he had a brand new bright Blue hat. Yes. So that good part of me was already alive and awake, and I was starting to squash it. Right. And then now I'm thinking, let's some good be said. I could compliment him about his hat because I really do like it. And then that scary part, yes. you know, goes, well, I don't need to say anything. Right. But then I just said, no, this is... This isn't, let something good be said. So I said, I love that new blue, you got a new hat, didn't you? I love that blue hat. And then he lit up Uh, and he said, yeah, he goes, I never saw a Dodgers cap, this color blue before. I said, it's awesome. And we walked our separate ways and I felt so good. I love him now. That's fantastic. I know, I saw him the other night. And he's going, hey, that's it. And I said, good night. He said, good night. It's like it transforms everything. I'm sure it does. I'm sure he doesn't hear stuff like that all the time either. Well, because also, think about it. There's been times, and I know this in traffic the other day, where I was trying to pull into the lane of traffic. And the lady's inching forward, and she she wasn't looking at me. And I was you know, practicing stuff. I've gotten a lot more kinder. So instead of just trying to butt in or beep, I like wave and said, hey, can I get in, you know, gently. And she just looked forward, and I said, you know what? I've been her before. Yeah. And then a spot opened up. I got and I started to think, oh, my God. And I called Ed, and you and I started talking about it. Yes. And you were, were and you brought up the fact, because I said, God, that, that resistance to just 
let someone in. As soon as I let someone in, I feel so good. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what this episode doing those little acts, they give me, they re-energize me. Yes. But you said something good. You said, yeah, it's resistance. And this is what you said, which I didn't think of at that moment. Uh-huh. You said, well, you're also resisting, allowing yourself to feel the joy Yes. Of letting someone in. That's right. Because it really, that's what we're doing. We get so hung up on that drug of fear. Yes. Self-centered fear. I can't let this guy in. I'll lose my spot. That drugs, it's a horrible feeling. Because it doesn't feel good not to let someone in. And it always feels good to let someone in. It's true, because that's when the good within us starts to flow into our experience. I I feel at one with everyone. I love it. When I do that, I instantly, I'm like, whoa, I love everybody. Yes, and and another thing from Science of Mind along these lines is Ernest Holmes defines praise in the glossary, which we love, as he says, all of creation responds to praise. It is said, even vegetation grows best for those who praise it. Animal trainers would never succeed without praise. Children need approbation to stimulate and inspire them. It is even necessary that we praise our own ability. Through an inherent law of mind, we increase whatever we praise. Praise yourself from weakness to strength, from ignorance to intelligence, from poverty into abundance. Uh, it's true. Science has proven praising plants, yeah, praising animals, and a good trainer. Like We had a great trainer with Gabby. The training isn't like, remember you used to hear scold the dog. Yeah. No, it's ignore bad behavior. Ignore them when they're doing bad behavior yes. and praise them heartily yes. when they do good behavior, even the slightest improvement. Yeah, dude, that that's what I was, I was going to share that story of a kid I worked with. Last week he came in and he was just, anything I would say in, in his group was, he would come back with his potty humor. Like, immediately, I'd say, let's do this. And he'd say, poopy, pop, 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 pop. You know, like, poopy, JJ. He kept saying, he kept saying, poopy, JJ. It sounds like he's trying to audition for a spot on the show. I know, right? So, but by the end, I, I gave us talking to, I said, look, you are not going to call me out every time I talk. I said, I appreciate your, you know, your humor, but. There's no way you're going to be in this group and and call me out every time because we don't get anything done. He immediately switched into this jolly. He thanked me, called me Mr. Dude instead of Mr. Poopy JJ or whatever he was calling me. This week he came back. He got up through about halfway through the group. He was doing great. And then he started to get a little off track and, you know, started saying some potty humor stuff. And I had been handing out slips to people that earned it. They have a raffle at their school. They put it in a box if they, if, you know, for good behavior. And he, according to our agreement, didn't really, quote, earn it in my, in, by what I was thinking, right? So everyone left, and he was leaving, and he was the only one who didn't get the slip. But then a flash of insight occurred to me, perfect for the show. I said, you know what? Vincent, his name is, come on back in here. I said, and, it, and this was the truth. I said, you did so much better this week than last week. I can't tell you how much I appreciate how much better you did this week. I wrote him out the slip. I gave him some comments about good behavior, being polite. I said, you know, I just thanked him profusely. He left that room glowing and it was so much more effective than if I had withheld it from him. Well, how did you feel? I felt like a million bucks. I was so happy. I, I knew I was making a positive difference. So, yeah, it, I just felt so good at that point. It was it's, amazing. It's, it's a hard thing to do. I mean, it's easier said than done when we're especially practice. You know, yes. the way say the hardest place to practice these principles is in our own home. Yeah. So it's so hard to it, to apply yes. that. Like I was just thinking, like with Lori, my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because she has a different type of housekeeping. Uh, view of things than my like everything's got to be in its place but you know I forget instead of like grumbling about oh I have piles you know I need to be consciously aware of praising even the slightest improvement Yes, and it works it works for me. Yes. I mean, it's not, I don't mean it works like a manipulative tool because no. now I'm going to get her to do it. No, it relieves me of yes. the grumpy stress 
And I yes. feel so good. And then you know what it does? I start magnifying seeing the good things she's doing. Yes. Like you saw in yeah, yeah. Vincent. Well, it's real. That's the yeah. thing. And it's you, real. You said our own home. I would say our own heart. Because anytime we're criticizing ourselves, we could easily realize that we are much better off today than we were tomorrow and go from there. And we're always going to feel better. We Wait, can do it with our own self. We're much better self. off today than we were yesterday. And we were, yeah, yesterday. Thank you. I was going, wait. Wait, maybe that means something I didn't read about yet. Maybe it does. I'll think about that over the break. But no, what it I meant might. to say was we're better off today in so many ways than we were yesterday. And if we oh, we gave ourselves, when I give myself that, that those kind of comments first, it, it's actually much easier to give it to others well, as sure, well. You know why, Ed? Why? Because I love you more today than yesterday, but not as much as tomorrow. Okay, coming up next. Former Daily Word editor Laura Harvey will read today's Daily Word, Open the Door. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. Guidance and direction are bubbling up from your soul all the time, even at night. But do you hear your soul when it calls? Do you recognize it? Do you trust it? Can you trust it? How can you be certain you are hearing the voice of your precious soul? Janet Connor teaches five wisdom habits that help you hear your soul, recognize and trust its guidance, and begin to take action to create a truly beautiful life. Learn the wisdom habit of divine dialogue in Writing Down Your Soul. How to Live a Life of Integrity in Soul Vows. And discover your soul's unique purpose in Check the Box. If you long to create a soul-directed life, visit JanetConnor.com and explore all five courses in her signature series, Your Soul Wants Five Things. Experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Praising you makes me feel better. Yes, it does. Always. And... This is the time. Dude, praise our listeners. That's right. Oh, and it always does make me feel better, doesn't it? I oh, get excited. God, yeah. 
Oh, man, it's amazing. It's amazing, people listening. And we really appreciate you for listening and downloading episodes, sharing them with your friends. Yes. We hear all sorts of positive feedback from people who never even knew we had a show or didn't know we existed. And Dude, praise is what makes the show go because when, say, you're doing something that I'm jealous about or whatever, whatever reason, some... You know, we spend a lot of time together. You get an audition, and all of a sudden, for some reason, I've never even thought about doing a commercial, but I start to dislike you for that. As soon as I shift over to praising all the good that you do for me and for everyone else, dude, I'm like a free man, and the show happens, and everything works out. Well, it's funny, because I was talking myself out of doing that audition today, because I thought I was going to interfere with doing this show, which I actually love more than doing those auditions. You love this show more today than you loved it yesterday? Yeah, and I'll love it even more tomorrow. I, You know, I had an intuitive... As soon as you as soon as soon you were, got a call about that commercial yesterday, you were like, I don't know if they're going to call me back. I heard a voice inside say, they will. And then... Oh, because tell them why. Because what happened was I got a call for an audition. Yes. That morning, I was actually sending a postcard to a friend. Oh, yes. And I was... I felt a little envy at Cliff, who's my neighbor, yes. who's the number one bad guy in Hollywood. Cliff He's, Simon. Cliff Simon. And every, every show you see, and there's a bad guy, it's usually my neighbor. Yeah. The nicest guy in the world, Cliff Simon. But so I started thinking, boy, why didn't I stick it out with my acting? Oh, well. And I sent that to Kirk, you know, to let go of it in yes. a funny way because yes. I did it on a headshot postcard, like three headshots for a $10 hub right, postcard. Right, And then I'm sitting with Ed. We're working on the show. And bloop, I get a call from my agent for an audition today. Yes. And it was at 3 o'clock. Right. Which was showtime. On our coast, that's showtime. That's showtime. So first thing was, oh, no, figures. And then it was funny how I was just like, so sober, so like at ease. My priorities were right. Instead of thinking, well, this could be my big break. I was just like, I can't do that audition. Right. So I called the agent. I said, ah, I can't do it. I said, I got a thing at three o'clock. Can you change it? Now, normally people go, don't call. Don't call. Just do it. Yes. You know? And I said, can I do it at one? Oh, we'll call you back. They said the earliest is two. They called me when you said, I think, because right. I said, I don't think they're going to call me back. They called back. And within an hour, I was there in a suit, auditioned with three of the nicest guys I ever met because my attitude, I just kept blessing it. Yes, perfect. And I was, you know, worried about getting here on time. And this goes great with the show about blessing because I kept repeating this to myself. It's a Catherine Ponder. Affirmation. Affirmation. We got it in her newsletter. We got a a newsletter from... She's in Unity of what? What's it called? Unity. It's called Worldwide. Worldwide. Unity Worldwide. She's like in Palm Springs or something like yes. that. We get her newsletter. We love her affirmations, and this is what she has. This was. I can't believe this was the one I opened, and it was perfect for today. It says, there is good in this experience, and that good is revealed to me now. In fact, I can hardly wait to see what good is coming from this. And sure enough... everything worked out with ease amazing it's amazing what happens when we do that and we also want to take the time to praise our tweeters yes we do at Shockley events at Lil Quinn Jr at life is unfolding at success underscore quotes two, at the underscore simple life at Ms underscore N underscore a Y we also got a new one I am blank Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, that one came today. I am underscore? Yeah, all the way. So you could put your own little word in there. Nice. And at Stitcher Radio retweeted the episode. That blunt nigga. Can't forget him. So thank you. Now we also want to take a moment to thank the man who makes this show sound like a million bucks. Yeah, on minimum wage. And that's uh, our sound engineer. Not just minimum wage. He also has gummy bears and various sodas. Yeah, Yeah, he gets paid in high fructose corn syrup. That's right. That's right. And he is... Jeff Comfort. The chief engineer. And we like to thank him and praise him because each week... He takes us right into the comfort zone. All right. Let's give a little shout out to the prayer line, 800 Now Pray or 800 669 7729. That's right. Because when you're feeling alone and you're on your own, flesh and bone by the telephone, pick up the receiver. They'll make you a believer. Yes. And yeah. this is difficult for a lot of guys, especially. Women seem more, I don't know, but most women I talk to about the prayer line, they kind of 
don't feel as reluctant yes. as guys do. Right. But I got to tell you, I can understand it because we think we can shoulder these things. Or, yeah, I said a prayer in my head. Yeah, that's fine and good. But there is something about making the call, yeah. reaching out, and having someone pray with you, and then knowing that they're going to continue to pray for 30 days. Right. I don't know how it just relieves me if I have a burden. It empowers me if I'm afraid or anxious about something. So we highly recommend it. We both use it, and we both really appreciate it. Yeah, it's funny you say that about the reluctance to call the prayer lines. The same thing with sometimes we feel reluctance to praise people. That's actually what that reading is that you have over there talks all about. It's actually a very good one. Uh, but what I wanted to say also about the silent unity, the prayer line that um, Bobby, blind Bobby Biggs, came up with the saying, cold medicine, good for the body. Silent unity, great for the spirit. Wow. And we want to put a APB out. Bobby, if you're out there, we want to hear from you, man. We haven't heard from you in a while. Yes. We've been thinking about you. We love you. Yes, we do. Yes. And now it's time for the moment. Everyone's been waiting for. It's actually, we wouldn't have a show if it wasn't for the Daily Word magazine. That's right. So today we have? We have the former former editor, Laura Harvey, with us to read, to take her final bow with the Daily Word. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. I'm happy to be back. Yes, we missed you. in a few weeks. Yes, it's, we are happy to have you back and hear your voice, and I know our listeners feel the same way. And we couldn't believe the coincidence when we had the hunch to contact you this week, and then you said, oh, that's perfect, because this is the last um, edition this of is. the Daily Word that you have worked on. Yes, the last week of my last issue. So, so this was perfect timing, and it feels like a nice completion to be here on the show, and... It's been fun coming on and reading Daily Word with you for the last year or so, right? Well, so, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it's not going to end, I hope. Well, I'd like to come on every now and then. Oh, good. Oh, good, good. It's funny because we always throw around a few names. Who's going to read this week? And as soon as Daryl said Laura Harvey, it's like the light went, went on. You know? It's like bing, 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 bing. And uh, so... Yeah, the fact that it worked out so well with uh, this being the last week. And we do have a little light, an indicator bell in the funniest thing, Camaro, that goes off when the right name is spoken. There's also one inserted on the top of Daryl's head, but he doesn't doesn't know it's there. I put it it. when he was sleeping, I inserted that. But uh, all right, so should we get to the daily word here? I love this one. All right. Our daily word today is open the door. Open the door. My gratitude opens the door to bountiful blessings. Praise and thanksgiving have the power to increase our experience of good. Charles Fillmore once wrote that travelers quickly learn that praise and thanks melt the hearts and heart, or the hardest heart and often open the door to amazing hospitality. The prophets knew the power of thanksgiving as praise the Lord is frequently repeated in the Psalms. On my journey through life, I recognize the power of appreciation. I praise every part of my body, and I am energized with greater health and vitality. I pay my bills with gratitude in the divine flow of giving and receiving. As I bless others, I unlock the door to greater love and harmony in my relationships. Through gratitude, I open wide the door to Spirit's infinite bounty. From Deuteronomy 26.11, celebrate with all the bounty that the Lord your God has given you. Ah, Amen. Yes. It really is a magical uh, power that instantly does increase how, how I feel. To, it makes me feel better. And it's funny. I love that you put, I pay my bills with gratitude and the divine flow of giving and receiving. We because talked about since, that once before, didn't we? Yes. Yes. Since coming, since I came to Unity in 1986, I got into habit of putting in that little memo space, which is really, what is that for? You know, I mean, to put... You know, I know like old school, you put, well, this was for my car payment or sure, whatever, sure. a little note. I always put thank you. So yeah. they get a little <laughs> note. So I would send it off with a thank you. And now my, I have very little check sending because most all of it now is online. Yes. But I still have the gardener and I put thank you, you know, when I hand it to him. And I also tell him how much I appreciate how much better my 
our our la- landscaping looks every time he's here, and it, all that feels so good. Yeah, and I'm reluctant to do it, which is well, the strange part. Do you notice, like, I mean, I notice when I go to Starbucks or when I go anywhere or the grocery store, and you just say thank you. You know, so many people don't say thank you, and you say that, or I really appreciate that you just did that for me. And that one, you know, little phrase, it makes them smile. Everybody, you know, just generates this positivity back and forth for a real simple little thing to do. And it works every time. Yeah, it's like it really gets the flow of love going through me. And I feel at one with every, it's, I instantly feel like I love everybody in Starbucks when I praise one person. It's crazy. It goes from me going, oh, look at these people. This place looks like a Greyhound bus stop. What's he doing here? And that one. Oh, they're, uh, they probably just met on match.com. And then I praise somebody. Yeah. And now I'm like, I love everyone in there. It's like the whole place transformed like that, you know, Cinderella's carriage coming out of yeah. a pumpkin. I think, it, right. I think there's a it, part of what I'm feeling reluctant is when I'm feeling unworthy myself. I'm feeling. Because at those moments, I'm like not valuing the treasure, which is really the biggest treasure I have, which is my praise, which is the joy that I have to share with other people. And as soon as I start sharing that gift that I have to give with people, like you said, I start feeling so much better. You said it, and we wrote it down in our program description, was we connect with our spiritual center. I connect with who I really am. I start giving really the one gift. I, I really believe that is the most valuable thing that we come here to give. I see it work. With every kid I work with, it's sometimes I wonder, like, what am I really even doing at this point for the district? But I think more than anything, it's that. And my, it was so sweet. My mother, I was talking to her today, and she said, if I had a kid with special needs, I would want him to work with you because you love those kids. And I had to think about that. I was like, that's true. When I realized that that's the most valuable thing that I have going for me is that I actually love and appreciate, really do appreciate the kids I'm working with, man, it all makes sense. That's why... My job sometimes seems so easy at times. You know, like I, I think I'm not doing enough. But the thing that I'm doing that's the most important is sharing my love and appreciation. And from there, guiding the kids kind of to make their own choices based on their own love and their own appreciation. Oh, it's so good. You know, you just strike made me memorize. There's this thing I, I tell myself occasionally, and I don't know where I heard it. And it always kickstarts my mood back into what my purposes like how you're saying that's our real purpose yes and it was something i heard and i'm not sure where but it was that god created us yes so he can experience love yeah and if i'm not sharing love right then god doesn't get to experience it and that's the real reason i was created and now that makes perfect sense after what you just said but it's true when i'm expressing love And it's like the Course in Miracles line where it says, any loving thought is true. Yes. And anything that's not a loving thought is an illusion. Yes. Well, and it's so simple. Like you, 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 I mean, you could just snap your finger and the whole mood has changed and the whole, you know, interaction with another person. And and you could, with the kids you're working with, I mean, how many people just overlook them if they're difficult or if they're, you know, just don't want them to be around because they're making, you know, it's harder for other people, whatever, to, 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 do whatever they're doing for their day. But the fact right. that you're sitting there and you're appreciating them and, and showing them love, I mean, it just sounds simple, but it, it just completely transforms it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. The spirits, the stuff that we practice and talk about on the show comes in every time because I feel like my job is to completely forget about anything negative that happened last time I saw any kid and start again loving them completely. Like That's been kind of the, the course the whole time. Since I started teaching like 17 years ago, it was just my theory was if I could just keep dumping and forget all the stuff people are holding against them, stop the, holding those judgments and be yeah. loving each time I see them, which is very, has been a great you know practice, it works, man. I mean, they come back to me, too. Even if I didn't realize I had any positive influence on them, they'll come back to me later and tell me that I did. Well, I got a perfect example. I was doing a – I got a – that about exactly – how much do kids appreciate Ed? I was uh, doing a volunteer art, teach how to do a comic book yes. to a group of first graders. Yes. And there's one kid in there who, for a while, people thought couldn't even speak. That's right. Right? 
But he actually, Ed found out he could uh, talk in Ed's yeah. group because the guy <laughs> got so full of love, he came to life. What's his name, Rajiv? Or? Rajas. Rajas, this little Indian boy. So anyway, he uh, he's in the class, and I know he was in Ed's group. Yes. And I wrote that Mr. B's coming. You know, Mr. B's my friend. They're going, who's Mr. B? And I wrote, B's Yodi. No one knows who he is. Yeah. Like these are the other kids saying, I go, right, right. oh, yes, you do. I go, you're in a group with him. And little Rajiv is looking at me like, what do you mean, group? Like I could tell the yeah. wheels are clicking. And I said, yeah, Mr. B, group. And all of a sudden, he started shaking with delight. Like he couldn't <laughs> even speak. And he's going, yeah, I'm in that group. I'm in that group. And he was so electrified with love. And then the other kids that remembered what I was talking about, they go, I know him. I'm in there too. And I'm in there. And everyone loved Mr. B. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> it was That was like the highlight besides all the kids, you know, giving me hugs and stuff. But that, seeing them come like that all all that energy of love. Yes. And you know what? I wish I knew about praise 30 years ago because I used to drink excessively because if I was feeling bad, drinking would make me feel better. And if I was feeling good, drinking would make me feel better. And uh-huh. now it's actually praise does the same thing. Yes. Only what's better about praise, it really transforms me from the inside no out kidding. No kidding. and really transforms my circumstances yeah. for the better. Yes, it does. Where alcohol and drugs just kind of creates the illusion within myself. Right, very temporary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, and Ed, what an impact you're making on those kids. That is <laughs> oh, it's <incredible>. awesome. <laughs> uh, if you saw this kid, it was so exciting. He was like, ah, like he was being electric shocked. Oh, man, that's so cool. So sweet. Well, Laura, thank you for coming on today. We're going up against the break here. Thanks for having me. I, oh, I my enjoyed God. being here. Yes, and we're going to have you on many, many, many more times. That's right, Laura. Get your calendar out. We're going to put you now. (laughs) So thank you, and all of our listeners love you, and we love you. Thanks. I love them, too. Love you guys, too. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Coming up after the break, we'll have Joke of the Day, Listener Mailbag, and more. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. I'm Dr. Tom Shepard, host of Let's Talk About It on Unity Online Radio. In my studies of world religions, I've repeatedly encountered two central spiritual questions. How do we make sense of life, and how do we live it more successfully? You're invited to explore these two questions with me in my new book, The Many Faces of Prayer, How the Human Family Meets Its Spiritual Needs. You'll be amazed at the remarkable ways people have learned to pray to their gods and to celebrate life individually and as communities of faith. Learn more at unitybooks.org. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Want to welcome us back? Yeah, welcome us back. Why not? You know what, Ed? What? 
When I praise you, yabba dabba doo. <laughs> you know, Daryl, praising you makes me feel better. <laughs> and that sure happens to be the title of today's episode. Yes, it is. We got two jokes. Speaking of, plus we got a good reading. Why don't you read that oh, reading? Because yeah. I had a quick little thing I wanted to add about this reading. Because sometimes I'm telling you, the world in our world, we feel reluctant. Because it, it is, there's some sort there's of a vulnerability yeah, there. That's like the these word. stories about that we're going to appear weak. And I have a quick one to share after you read this before we yes. do our jokes. And this is from Touchstones Daily Meditations for Men. Yes. And they're, you know, uh, what's it called? It's strong enough for a man, but women like it too. <laughs> I mean, also for a woman. Okay, you ready? Yes. It says, this is from October 27th. Love has often been called the first rule of a spiritual life. As we awaken to our new life, we learn that all of God's creation is full of objects for us to love. Yes. We men often feel awkward in expressing love. Perhaps we're so self-conscious and guarded that we brace ourselves against saying or doing anything that wouldn't look good. We're learning through our spiritual development to be more fervent lovers and less perfectionist in love. I will be renewed today each time I appreciate something near me. Dude, and so recently I encountered a parent that I had worked with this kid years ago. And he, I, it was the strangest thing, I'm thinking about him. He, This guy that I knew befriended Daryl on Facebook. That's right. So then I befriended him. I ran into him. He told me there was something he'd been wanting to tell me for years. And he didn't have time to tell me then, but we'd probably run into each other. He actually works near where I surf. So I said, I knew. I was like, in the perfect moment, I'll run into him. I ran into him, and what he told me was, when I had worked with his child back years ago, that there was that there were things that he didn't say to me that he wished he would have said because they were working with someone who was whose job was to help them get services. But wait, there was things that he wanted to say that he really appreciated That's what that you were that. doing. Yeah, there, yeah. I just want to say there was things he was holding inside, holding it, and back. he felt bad about it. And he turned out they were working with someone who was supposed to be helping them get services for their child. But what the lady told him was, and was, this is an adversarial relationship. Don't you dare say anything good about what's going on. So we would go into the meetings to discuss this kid's progress. They, him and his wife were not allowed to say anything good. He and, he and I had started to get on a good roll in one of the meetings. The lady took him aside, as an advocate, took him aside and told him, button your lip if you want to get the services. Oh, my God. This is insane. Yeah, he said it had been eating him up. And he really wanted to tell me that this work I was doing saved his son's life at that time. That all the work that everyone was doing was so beneficial to his son and that he was grateful and he had felt terrible all those years because he had held in the praise that he naturally wanted to share. And on our end as a district, we always wondered, like, how come they they seem to be talking about a different kid? He's making progress here, but they won't admit it. So isn't this crazy? Yeah, because you because it was working. Right. But no, but it's working, but we can't say it's working because otherwise you won't get uh, financial help or whatever to get things that will work. Right. But this is working. And the the funny part was we I, I was talking with people at the district today. The people are more likely to get the services they want to try if they're actually friendly and of acknowledge course. the progress because it creates a flowing conversation. Yeah. And then we're likely to say, okay, we'll try that. It's the people that dig in and they're afraid that they think it's a war. It's not a war. Yeah, they, they, and it's oh my god! So it was. I, I was. I had tears in my eyes when this fellow was that telling awesome. me. He told me just keep doing what you're doing and keep you keep uh, you know loving those kids the way you are because it literally saved my son's life. And I happened to read this in, in a little quote that I'll share from uh, your daily guidance from your angels, and it's from page 194. It says, "Your own happiness is your greatest tool for helping and teaching." There's no need for you to work on mending others, as your feelings of peace will accomplish this automatically. Hold the intention of being joyful and let everything else take care of itself. When you're happy, you bring out the best in yourself and others. That You know why I love that? Because it goes along with that science of mind affirmation we refer to a lot. Yeah. When, when we walk into any situation, know that... The love of God yes. is flowing through me, healing this situation yes. without even me doing anything. It can't not do it. Right? Yeah, it can't not yeah. heal the situation. And that 
even elevates me to a level of happiness. Yes. And I and that's all we need to do. That's all we, we don't need, to, need do. to figure out how to fix people or situations. Right. All our job is to bless people and situations. Yes. And God does the heavy lifting. Yeah. Somewhere in the I, I just want to point out to people in the back of the science of mind, I think it's in the other teachings or it's it's no affirmation affirmation section and it is called the power within me blesses all, right? Yes, that's the one. So I we recommend that. It's somewhere back in the 500s uh, in the med- is it the meditations yeah, self- yeah it's the meditations I think it might be I think did you highlight it I did you see it it's, I thought it was early on well let's see if well, I can thumb through it and tell okay. people but in the meanwhile how about a joke sounds good or to two me. actually today alright this one is just because I found it and I liked it okay and it goes with opening the door which yes, is our yes it does yeah so knock knock who's there a door like love you know a door a door who a door is between us. Open up. <laughs> Badoom. All right, that one didn't even deserve that. Okay, thank you. But this is the one oh, we've yeah. all been waiting for. Yes, it is. Okay. Shall I read? And you're going to be... But wait, where is this one from, man? This one, though, thank you, is from the second book of Catholic Jokes and Other Godly Humor by Deacon Tom Sheridan. Ooh. One day, Jesus' secretary came into his office in heaven and said, Sir, you should take some time off from all your work. Get out and meet your people. Have a good time. Wow. That seemed like a good idea. Jesus said, Yabba-dabba-do. He sure did. He walked down the golden streets, shaking hands and signing off autographs. Wow. Along a side street, he heard the sounds of hammering and sawing and spotted sawdust drifting from a little shop. Wow. Inside, he found a bearded carpenter working so hard the drops of perspiration were running down his face and mixing with the sawdust. Jesus said to the man, Why are you working so hard? Rest and enjoy yourself. The old man said, Oh, no. Please, let me continue. You see, I had a son on earth whose birth was a miracle, but I haven't been able to find him here yet. My son knew I was a carpenter, and I thought if he heard me working here, he would find me. Jesus stared at the man, and his eyes started to mist. The man stared back. Father, Jesus asked. Pinocchio? Is that you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know why that uh, tickled our funny bone so much. So, uh, let's see. What's next on today's show, my friend? Did you eat all the mail? Gabby, where's the mail? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, folks, <laughs> Gabby ate the mail. mail. Uh, maybe we can pick some out later. Yeah, it's a postal pit bull. We'll try to sew some of this mail together or tape it up for next week. Yes, yes, yes. But do you have the... Um, we do. I do have a funniest thing that happened to me at the meeting today. You want? Maybe I can tell that real quick because it goes along with the show. Oh, well, another funniest thing. Where this is the thing: praise in every situation. Like if you feel the urge, share it. The guy sitting next to me at the audition. Yeah. You know, brought his dog. Seemed like a nice fellow, and I was reluctant to just butt in and make small talk. Right. That's funny because I just said I was going to share a funniest thing, and you just said another funniest thing, and you butted in. I know. Well, I'm, go I'm, for it. I, it was a good way to jump I in. Know, there. Good segue. Oh, you're talking about a funniest thing. Go ahead. Well, see, so what happened was another guy comes up to him and says, "How's you? I just came up to see how your gout's doing." Uh-huh. He goes, "Oh, I'm doing all right." And the other guy takes off. So part of me goes, "You should ask about gout because you have gout." Uh huh. You know. So. I finally did. I said, you suffer from gout? Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, no, no. That was a commercial I was in. He goes, he goes, oh, I said, oh, because I actually have gout since I was 23. He goes, you're kidding me. And I said, yeah. And then he says, do you take Euloric for it? I said, yeah. How do you know? He goes, that's what the commercial was for. Uh-huh. But then I said, I hope this goes quick because I had to be back in Culver City yes. by three. And he goes, oh, I got to be out of here. I came because we both came so early. Yeah. We got there 15 minutes before our time, which yes. was at two. Uh-huh. And he said, yeah, I got to be in Hollywood by Hollywood and Vine. 
And then this real elderly actor who was yes. also in the same audition right. said, wait, you're going to Hollywood and Vine. Do you think I could catch a ride with you to that point? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he goes, sure. And the old guy was so happy. He goes, oh, thank goodness, because the bus takes me four hours from here. Oh, my God. But I could jump on the transit right yes. there and get home to Silver Lake much quicker. And I'm thinking we're all like... If I didn't open up and follow that hunch, yes. first if that guy didn't ask him about gout, yes. and then I didn't open up and start yes. chatting with this guy, and then it went on to where we're going after yes. this because we started enjoying each other That's and not awesome. just talking about auditions, mm-hmm. that other fellow wouldn't have heard this. And I was even talking to all of them. I go, isn't it amazing how this stuff works? Yeah. And we were all in agreement. You know, it's so nice. These magical moments when we aren't reluctant to That's right. open up. That is right. That is right. Well, since uh, you want to share where that is? Yeah, why don't you read that? Or do you want to read? Right, yeah, read. Because that is that's share that great. funniest thing about what happened oh. in my meeting. Oh, they do that. Ah, forget it. No, I forgot about Page that. 530 in the Science of Mind. This is what, no, I'm just kidding. The, the, the power of mind, uh, the Science of Mind handbook says, the power within blesses all. And this is what kind of what happened with you at that little uh, encounter today at the... That you just described. The power within blesses all. The power within me is blessing all mankind and is forever healing all with whom I come in contact. The power within me is God and it must bless and help and heal all who come near it. Silently the work goes on and silently all are being helped by this inner power which is operating through me. I will give thanks that my power within is silently blessing and helping everyone to whom my thought reaches. The life which in me, within me Blesses all mankind. That is on page five thirty. I mean, that sums up what I the in, what I what happened with me in the meeting was. I was very worried that this they were going to find out how little I was doing for the district and that they were going to lay how, it on. Whoa, how little you think you're yeah, doing for the district? And I really came away at the end of the meeting. They were all saying Edward's doing so much, and we don't we can't give Edward any more to do because he's doing so much. And that was just proof that the power within me. Because that's the, the most I can do is show up and be loving and let the power within me do the job. I mean, there's so many people, we go to these meetings, we can start doubting ourselves. We think, I just kept hearing a voice say, just answer the questions they're asking. Stop. And I realized that that voice inside me that was telling me I wasn't doing enough was complete crap. That is awesome advice. Just answer the questions they're asking. Yeah. Because you even mentioned this earlier, and I'm going to bring it up because I yeah. fall into the same boat. Yes. I get in these situations. I start hearing things. I go, then I start jumping to conclusions. Oh, no, they don't think I do enough. I'll volunteer to do stuff. Yeah. Let me tell them. Well, I could do this and I could do that before it even gets there. And it's so hard to just remain silent. Yes. Wait for the questions directed to me and keep blessing the situation. Yeah. And by the end, in the beginning, you thought you were going to have to volunteer more or you're going to lose your job or they're not going to think you're doing your job or whatever. Yes. I know that's what I think. Oh. And then it turns out they're going, and Edward over here, yeah. he does so much, we can't even put anything else on his, uh, show on his agenda. That's why it's so important to praise ourselves for the work we do and take into account all the loving ways that we're of service during the day, no matter what. Oh, who is that? Oh, Jesus. Jesus, what are you doing? Oh, I, I just uh, thought I'd sing a little song for you fellas. But, um... What's the song about? Well, I was listening to your show about praise, and uh, here's a little ditty I thought maybe everyone could sing along to. But aren't you the exception to all this stuff, Jesus? Oh, no, boys. I'm not the great exception. I'm the great example. Follow me. Different strokes for different folks. So on and so on and scooby dooby doo Subscribe to 
Funniest Thing podcast, and we found out podcast stands for Play On Demand. Jeff Comfort! It's easy. Just go to the iTunes store or the iTunes app on your phone. We love to hear from you. Send all of your stories, comments, and suggestions to the world's longest email address. It's funniest thing at unityonlineradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed and find the funniest thing fan page on Facebook and like us. We also have a YouTube page. It's funniest thing with Daryl and Ed to watch original video episodes of the show. But most of all, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 